You're listening to Geekly Podcast, Episode 5. It's going to be anime. We are kicking off this episode with the month of anime. I'm your host, Kayla, and I'm here with my co-host, Brad. What up? And and today's episode, we are going to be talking all about anime with our guest, Loco Lizardman, Elijah. So, Elijah, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started on talking about all the anime stuff. Well, hi, I'm Elijah. I am an avid gamer I collect games, I collect manga, anime, and I've recently started getting into more figures. So just anything that can be associated with being a nerd is just kind of what I revolve my life around. And that that, that pretty much sums up my entire life. All right, perfect. Well, thank you very much for that introduction. And we're going to jump right into it. So I think as many people know, the month of anime is... Uh, the month of May, I'm sorry, not the month of anime, pardon me. Um, that May is kind of considered, you know, uh, a, a month-long celebration of anime because of the the little anagram, anime. So it's cheesy, but it's beautiful. Um, it's like, may the 4th be with you for Star Wars Day. So we know that there's a lot of people that not only love anime, but some people that may be curious about anime or haven't kind of on the fence about it or don't know much about it. and if you're one of those people that says, hey, you know, I've never watched anime before, but I'd like to, this is the episode for you right here. So we're going to kind of dive into a little bit and help people find out kind of what anime is great for somebody who hasn't watched anime yet. And the beauty of anime is, is there's a genre and there's an anime. There's so many of them out there and not all of them follow the same stigmas that you may have heard of. Um, Not all of them are big titty waifus and, and, uh, uh, Demon dicks, dicks powering up for 30 30 episodes. Um, There's there's something for everything. So we'll go ahead and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some of these genres. And I'll go ahead and Elijah, why don't you tell us a little bit about a few of the genres here? So a few of and I'll say a couple of my favorites because I know them much better. I love slice of life anime, which is basically just everyday life just in anime form. And you're not going to get too much out of the ordinary there, which can be nice because it's very, it can be very relaxing. Uh, another one of the popular ones that I'm a big fan of is Shonen, which I don't know the best way to describe it, to be honest. It's, and, it's um, Shonen's it's, more, it's just directed towards young boys. Is what okay. It is. That, that, that's what I thought. It, that's generally where you find the anime where as listed is the powering up for 30 episodes that's where you find a lot of that uh shonen jump is the best place to like get into that anime i've actually learned a lot about that specific genre and kind of gotten into everything from there so shonen is a very popular starting point i've noticed Mm -hmm. it is especially i think it's because they're easier to get some of them not over the top some of them are you know they're obviously they're really good for you know 
uh, kids to get into and other mm-hmm. stuff. It's you got the character. A lot of them follow similar. Groups, obviously, you have a protagonist that is overcoming some type of odds and is going on a journey and all of that. And a lot of it, not every one of them, kind of ties into the power of friendship. You know, they overcome these great odds. Yeah, or with the tur- yeah with a tournament, or they beat some bad guy like some overpowered villain. All of a sudden, they use the power of friendship <laughs> and overcome it. Or as the series goes on, they gain new abilities. So like, as soon as they gain a new ability and beat one villain, that ability is already obsolete for the next villain, and so on and so forth. That's a lot of the generic tropes. I mean, I think some of the shonen artists are starting to like veer away from some of that that was more prevalent in the in the from the eighties to the two thousands, but. Um, that's kind of, I guess, a generic overview of, but shonens have a lot of action in them. So if you're into like fights, action, like really cool fight scenes, stuff like that, like shonen's really good. The plots for the most part are, they're a combination of cliche and not cliche. Like sometimes you get some really twists and you get some interesting storylines, but a lot of them is the hero is always going to overcome everything. Um, and beat the villain. I would generalize them as like coming of age stories. I agree with you, Kayla. They that is the easiest way to describe them. They are coming of age stories that are perfect for kids and, and teens and maybe some young adults. Um, that kind of do it where you are come overcoming great odds, they show a lot of courage and I don't know, they can be really, really inspiring, especially uh for a lot of people who maybe struggle with courage themselves. Do you have any other favorite um genres besides the slice of life and shonen? I'm trying I guess Elijah? supernatural would be oh yeah I, I i'm a big fan of shows that have are very big into supernatural elements anything from I, I i guess the big thing would be when it bleeds into other genres is my favorite such as uh miss kobayashi's dragon maid which i've watched recently which is on the base level you look at it, it's like oh it's like a slice of life but half of the show is dragons that came from another world and okay so like oh my goddess yeah where it it just has very supernatural elements to it or anything like psychopaths uh tokyo ghoul i've started recently watching just i i love supernatural stuff and i feel like anime helps heighten that where a lot of other (laughs) i don't know what the word i'm looking for but like TV shows and stuff, I feel like can't reach the heights that anime helps make supernatural st- stuff reach. Yeah, I think uh, with like live action stuff, um, it's like a budget issue um, where you can't really. I mean, I know that, you know, obviously a budget's with anime and stuff too, but you can show a lot more of that creepier stuff um, in an anime than you can exactly. with live action. I think it's, it's cheaper to hand draw it than it is to. Just- like some really expensive cgi or uh, yeah motion yeah like look at robotics. a death note yeah look at death note for an example like you know you've got the um the uh like ryuk and stuff like that and then if you watch the live actions i mean you can tell he's like cgi or like in the japanese oh, yeah. version he's a puppet you know yeah it's it's difficult to uh, do all of those so I'd say those are the three genres I know the best. Okay, and then there's several other genres. There's also um, there's also horror. There's several horror animes out there for horror fans. They do have crime and drama ones, too. Um, they also have... There's still comedy. Um, there's also 
Ichi, which is like really risque anime, and those usually have a like sexualization and nudity for those that are into that. Um, trying to think. Oh, Isekai. Isekai is really popular right now. Yeah, it is. Um, Isekai is kind of like a fantasy world, stuff like that. So someone's going fighting dragons and going off to like medieval places or they're like getting sucked into like MMORPG games and stuff like that. But they all go on kind of fantasy journeys um, and other adventures like that. I think those are kind of the really big ones. Um, Kayla, do you know of any others that we might have missed? in the genres um yeah there's uh romance uh that's right shoujin which is like shonen but it's directed towards girls so like your sailor moon and your um tokyo mew mew power um i know i'm missing others uh i guess there's like your psychological right um, yes there's stuff um, but I think we covered most of like at least the important. I mean, there's going to be subgenres and genres yes. of anything. Oh, that's yeah, the great everything. thing about anime. Yeah, is like that's why I don't understand when people are like, "Oh, I don't like anime because it's like there's literally something for like sports anime." Like there are sports yeah. anime. I forgot we forgot to cover sports. Yeah. have become really popular too. I yeah. Um, but yes, there's yeah we I, and I think. Uh, Everything we've covered, I think, covers like the core genres. And um, obviously, if you're curious about a type of genre or something you're specifically, or uh, you can look it up as well. I mean, there. Luckily, with anime, there's multiple available sites on the internet to yeah. kind of give you a guide to it too, in terms of just genres. Um, oh, we sci-fi! We forgot to... sci-fi. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> we forget sci-fi. I'm sorry. Um, Perfect. All right. Yeah, like you said, there's a bunch of genres and it's super easy to look online and it'll give you a list of genres and uh, yes. what animes, because some animes will fit into multiple genres. It's true. Fact, yes. I recently went on to my anime list for the first time, which I can't believe I've never had one. I need to actually get on there and do that. But you need to add me. I gladly you will. I want to start also making a list. Kayla and I are only friends with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's it's. I'm friends with um just Brad, Jade, uh, Wildberger, and uh my best friend Jessica. That's it. I'm only friends with Kayla because <laughs> I made him make it. <laughs> but it's really cool because on there, if you click on a show, it'll tell you here are the genres this fits into, and then you can click yeah. on one of those genres, and it'll just bring up here's a list of every show that fits that genre. Yeah, yeah no, awesome. it's a great resource for it's... people. Like, it might seem a little overwhelming when you're new, but uh, no, it is a really great website for. It's kind of like Goodreads, but for anime. Exactly, and so if Ooh, you're yeah. uh, if you're an anime fan, we probably should open with that from the start. My anime list is <laughs> yes. um, is the way to go. So, um, perfect. So, as we continue this journey into anime, let's talk about Elijah. What was your uh, first? So when I was super young, I want to say around five years old, my mother had me watch Vampire Hunter D. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> that is not the uh, that is not the response I was expecting. Um, yeah, that show has everything. Blood, boobs, vampires, everything. Um, or that movie. It's a great movie. But that was kind of my introduction into anime. But from there, 
I watched and fell in love with Princess Mononoke before I even understood what it was about. And that was really my introduction to anime. Man, so you just like, you just went in. He dove head first. Like, man, that's that's like diving in the deep end. Like, the next one on my list is Ninja Scroll. That was one of the next ones I watched. Again, super young. Oh my goodness. And and that's like. My best friend, I recommended animes to her, and I gave her, like, you know, just a huge list, but I put some where I was like, maybe, you know, wait till you watch a couple, like, Sailor Moon or whatever before you get into this, and so she's watching a couple different animes, and then she decided to check out Helsing, and that was her first completed anime, but she was also, like, 19, 20 when she did that, not five. Okay, yeah, yeah. That... <laughs> but that's like an intense one to start with. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that... I'm, that's, wow. I'm shocked and impressed at the same time <laughs> same. um so kayla did you start on something a little more tame when you when you first got into anime? oh yeah yeah i started with you know your generic uh what everybody starts with um i started with like sailor moon um dragon ball z pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, that kind of stuff um but at the, and digimon of course can't forget digimon um but yep. at the time I just consider that like a cartoon, like a regular cartoon. I didn't know what anime was. I just thought, oh, look at this pretty art and these cool characters. Um, so even though those were my first animes, um, and I started those when I was like seven, eight years old, um, I considered my first anime, which I was like, I want to say I was 14, maybe 15. And it was uh, Inuyasha. And... Um, my sister, she was so funny because she was the one that was like, oh, you need to watch this. You need to watch this. You're going to love it. And it was the episode. I don't know if you guys remember or not. It was like the first season. And it's when um, the gang is in that uh, swamp that's full of like miasma and stuff. And they're Ooh, fighting yep. Yep, Naraku's little puppet thing or his little wolf covered thing. I don't know what it is. But yeah, he's like dressed up in that little outfit. And they're fighting him. And... I swear on my life, that was, like, the episode where it was, like, all they said was, like, Inuyasha, Kagome, Inuyasha, Kagome. And I remember looking over at my sister, like, what the fuck are you making? This is the dumbest thing. And she kept saying, like, this was such a bad episode to start on. Like, you have to just watch one more episode after this. And I didn't want to do it because I was, like, man, this is stupid. You're stupid. Like, this is dumb. But I sat down, I watched one more episode, and then hooked, instantly hooked. And then ever since that, I've just been consuming anime. And what else have you been consuming along with anime, Kayla? Not demon dicks. (laughs) 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 Only only entertainment. She's very deprived, folks. Kayla is very deprived. She has one dream, and she can't get it yet. In time. My favorite anime, Kayla, like uh, I think a lot of other people that grew, a lot of other young kids that grew up in, at least, I don't know, is it America? I, I mean, I, I would like, I, I'm just going to assume America in, in, in the 90s and thousands was Dragon Ball Z on Toonami. Um, yeah, that so, Toonami era. Yeah, the Toonami era. So I could discover Dragon Ball Z in 98, um, when I think after it had started around Toonami, uh, I discovered the Frieza saga, I think, very early on. Um, and, and yeah, I think it was the Frieza saga. It could have been late Saiyan saga. Don't remember. 
anyway, um, discovered it, got really hooked to it, loved the action. Um, you know, it was, I think someone described it on Twitter earlier. It's like you felt edgy when you were a kid first watching Dragon Ball Z because it was like you fought, you got to watch violence and there was like oh God, violence, right. a little bit of blood, and it's all that. So it was like really cool. It was like this, you know, darker thing and there was so much action. So it was really entertaining. Um, that so makes that was my so much sense. It is. So that's, I think that's what made anime so addicting, though, as a kid is like it was it was edgy because all our other cartoons, you know, were goofy and silly and comedy. But this was like dark and violent. So um, and so that was kind of my first foray into it. So it was Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Z, as a lot of people know, is ended up being the most popular anime in the West. And so Toonami would put it at the end of its block so that you had to watch all the other animes that were being shown so they would get the viewerships and gain popularity. So like Sailor Moon usually kicked it off. Or do you, know, you have like, to say Sailor Moon? was actually the number one anime in the West for, like, several consecutive years. Was it? Just just had to throw that. Yeah. I saw um, a list. I mean, it would go back and forth between Dragon Ball Z and stuff, but, like, there were times where it was number one. Okay, that's impressive. Good for Sailor Moon. I, I mean, just had not... to say that because, you know, you know me and my Sailor Moon. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, I mean, uh, you can correct me as, as well. Sailor Moon is... <laughs> Sailor Moon's a great anime. I had no knock on Sailor Moon. Um, but... Usually, yeah, they would, Toonami would make people um, go through. So, like, yeah, Gundam Soids reboot, um, Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, God, Rurouni Kenshin, uh, Tenchi Muyo, all that stuff was usually shown oh, before Dragon ones. Ball Z, all great, all great animes. A lot of those were shown um, before Dragon Ball Z because a lot of kids would come home from school, they'd be ready, they'd be psyched to watch Toonami, and they would watch all the other animes, they'd get into those, and then they, you know, Dra- Dragon Ball Z was the finale. <laughs> Um, so that's where I started on. Um, if I go off Kayla's route where I said I usually considered them just cartoons and stuff, I didn't know what anime was. I do agree. I didn't know that they were, they were anime or anything like that. So if I wanted to say what was my first conscious anime, it was Bleach when I was 14. I discovered an adult swim and I knew what anime was by then. And I became obsessed with Bleach. And then after that, I started watching like Kokiyas and just went down like the rabbit hole. Cause after Dragon Ball Z ended, I like stopped watching anime for years. Um, until I rediscovered Bleach, and then I just went down the weeb rabbit hole, and now I'm, like, obsessed. And that's pretty much... Anime is, like, 90% of the content that I consume in terms of uh, TV. So that's how you were, too, right, Elijah? Like, um, you started watching it when you were young, but then you went through, like, several years of where you didn't watch it, and you're just now kind of recently getting back into it? Yeah, so a a big thing, and I haven't really talked about this with too many people, but I had a bunch of friends in my life that were not fan of anything anime or Japanese or anything, and they were the people I hung out with. So for the longest time, I just kind of tucked anime deep down and just I just didn't watch it, didn't read manga for the Mm -hmm. longest time because no one really around me did. And... I actually had a friend that I just became friends with them last year and they kind of helped me rediscover my love and passion for anime. That's awesome. I know how that feeling is too. Like, um, and I think it's just like our kind of generation went through that because I always had to keep like my nerdy stuff to myself. And if it wasn't for my sister and my brother, I would have had nobody to share that with. Yeah, my issue was I had to be a closet anime fan, too. Like, one, I gave it up for years because I was like, oh, God, I don't want to be made fun of for being, like, a nerd. Then I got back, and I hid Bleach. I wouldn't tell anybody that I watched Bleach. And even my brother, who used to watch anime, he'd make fun of me for watching Bleach until he... And then he became a bigger weeb than I was. 
Um, but, um, we, uh, yeah, it's just, it was hard because like at school, you, you, I knew I was going to get made fun of when I watched anime. There was like a few people like in band that kind of watched it. And every once in a while I could sneak in a, a, a little bit of conversation there subtly, but I had to make sure. And like all the other anime fans were like, don't talk about anime too loud. Like we don't want to get like butchered by the school bullies or whatever. Right. It was, it was so taboo. So, and I didn't even it tell was. my it took me a while to tell my parents I was like watching Bleach. It was like on at eleven, and like I was obsessed, and I wanted to buy the video games. And then it just it was, yeah, they knew it. But yeah, like... it's really cool that it's um a lot more mainstream than it used to be. Like, I mean, freaking Walmart sells anime shirts, and they sell actually some pretty cool uh anime shirts too. Like they do. It's not just something that you'll find at like like you have to go to like some Japanese store or like the actual like viz media or whatever to buy merchandise you can literally buy it like i mean freaking look at hot topic it's basically just the anime store now oh yeah it, i i just ordered three anime shirts off hot topic yeah it's like great it's choices so now. i'm sure oh yeah, is, you can find a, yeah you you yeah you you'll find the merch anywhere it's you can go to almost any store target sells a bunch of anime stuff now too mm -hmm. um, uh, Best Buy's always sold the DVDs and stuff like that. Yeah. They've expanded their anime merch. Um, oh, GameStop yeah. sells a lot of anime merch now. Um, but yeah, it's it's really nice how mainstream because my wife, who speech therapist in elementary school, she said kids are always showing up with anime shirts. Like they're all into One Piece and My Hero and stuff like that. And they go up and talk about anime and, and, and all that. So it's it's totally like it's the cool thing now. Whereas we got made fun of it. We were into anime before it was cool to be an anime. Right. Now the cool kids watch we, anime apparently in school. We we uh we walked so they could ninja run. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um all right, so what was so all of us started on anime and we kinda went in and out of space. So what would you say was the anime that like permanently make you became an anime fan, I guess. In Kayla's case, would that be Inuyasha? Um, Yasha is what made me interested in anime. It made me, like, really want to get more into it. But I would say that what made me just be like, holy shit, I love anime. All I want to do is watch anime would be, um, three, actually. Because I watched them around the same time. Uh, Death Note. Okay. Air Gear, which is not very popular, but... It's really cool because it's about, like, these group of high school kids, and they do, like, rollerblade tournaments, and it's, like, parkour before parkour was, like, cool and stuff like that because they'll, like, roller skate on, like, power lines and stuff. Really cool anime. Definitely recommend checking it out if you're into that. Um, and then, of course, Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist was the one where I was just, like, holy crap, this is the coolest thing ever and ever since then i've just been a major weeb like it got to the point where i didn't even care about hiding it anymore <laughs> nice yeah then the two of those three i uh, absolutely adore i i did not know about the other one the no, it's, a, it's a fun anime um no worries and elijah what was the one that uh sold you that you said all right i'm an anime fan this is it. I'm going to just full throttle head first. Not going to stop me. So like you guys had mentioned, uh, I, I watched stuff like Dragon Ball Z, Gundam, Zoids was my jam. But I think it's because of how 
easily available like toys and stuff were that they didn't feel like anime to me they just felt like cartoons mm-hmm. like you had mentioned mm-hmm. the one that really got me was mobile fighter g gundam oh my god that's my favorite gundam that Mine one too good watching oh. that was the one that had me say like so i want to mo- watch more stuff like this god Double i had no Kashi idea i've been watching is... gundam for years or uh, i'd been watching anime for years because did you know trans Transformers in anime. Yeah, I uh, I found that out uh, like recently. I found that I, out recently too. Yeah, I was. Not many really... people know that. Yeah, I, 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 I'd been two weeks ago. I looked since... that. Yeah, I looked that up two weeks ago. I was really into Transformers Armada. Yeah, not many people realize that Transformers is an anime. Again, it just felt like a cartoon because so yeah. easily mm-hmm. available. But yeah. Mobile Fighter G Gundam was the one that had me saying, "I need to watch more of this." I can't count that one because it was on Toonami's Saturday Night Block when I was a kid, and I still didn't know what anime was, and I was obsessed with Gundam. I was obsessed with the original Mobile Suit Gundam and Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Those were my two favorites. I started collecting like the figures. I have a Shining Gundam and the original Mobile Suit Gundam action figures from when I was a kid. Like that's, I was a freaking obsessed. Like I love Domon Kashu and the Shining Gundam. And while it was on, the reason I do count it is because it had me like, okay, I want to find stuff for the show. I need to look it up and figure out. And then that was when it helped me discover, oh, there's more Gundam series. Oh, there's other anime like and that's that's where I really learned what the word anime was. Yeah, it's by looking up, looking for more Gundam stuff. It's a really good Gundam show. What's kind of funny, too, is it's considered like a Gundam spinoff. It's not considered yeah. like in the gun- official Gundam timeline. It's actually an alternate universe where they use Gundam as like a tournament. So, like, Earth has been abandoned, and every year they have a tournament for who gets to govern the world. And all the, all the, all the countries are in space, and they all live on space islands that are modeled after their country. So, like, the U.S. has a U.S.-shaped island in space, and Japan has a Japan-shaped island in space. And so, er- terrific. And Earth, I mean, a few people still live on Earth, but most people don't live on Earth. And so, like, the tournament takes place on Earth, so all the Gundams from all the countries beat the crap out of each other for, like, supreme title of... Uh, 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 ultimate Gundam, and then that country gets to, yeah, I guess, be the president of the entire like world for like four years or something. Um, so, so was the Gundam? Sorry, whatever. I don't watch Gundam, so. <laughs> but oh. was that the show? Like, was that the anime that got you really into anime in general, or was it more like you just wanted to find more mecha anime? It it was what got me more into anime in general, because while I was looking up stuff for it, like I said, that's mm-hmm. when I discovered the word anime. And also I was discovering more things that I had never seen before. And so I'd, okay. I'd gotten into a lot of shows that I had never even heard of, never thought of. Uh, there's there's a show I absolutely love called Witch Hunter Robin. And OK, I've heard of it. Like I would have never given that a chance if i hadn't just randomly discovered while looking up anime stuff and it was all because of mobile fighter g gundam that did it that's so cool though it's it's a good one too though also we forgot to mention that mecha is a pretty popular genre that's oh, yeah. that's an anime genre that's mecha's um giant fighting robots if you haven't figured that out from the gundam talk um that's pretty much what mecha's all about um and for me, um, it was Bleach. Uh, so Bleach uh, permanently dove me back into anime. So after... I think it was after Dragon Ball GT ended. 
Um, and I had finished Toonami's Saturday Night lineup, so I think GT was ending, and Yu Yu Hakusho and stuff, all that, and Rironi Kenshin, I think, were all phasing themselves out. It was like, oh, I'd like to say 2003, 2004, maybe. I was sixth grade, something like that. Um, I think I finally phased out. They started showing Dragon Ball Z Uncut, and I think after Dragon Ball Z Uncut finished on Toonami's late block on Saturdays, I called it I called it a day um, and stopped kind of doing it like i would still buy the dragon ball z games but i wasn't actively watching it anymore so i was flipping through channels one night and just happened to discover bleach and ironically it was the beginning of one of the filler arcs so i don't even know me but i was intrigued by it and then i went and binged found out it was like episode 65 so i went and binged the first 64 episodes on youtube back when youtube um by the way i just want to let everybody know you had to divide the episodes into three parts so I had to watch like five to like eight minute clips. So I had to, I watched the first eight minutes in part one, the next eight minutes part two, and the last you know uh, all that because YouTube didn't have the uh, capabilities to publish thirty minute videos. I think the max was, I think the max was like nine minutes. Um. So I got really obsessed with Bleach, like hardcore, like obsessed, like got the games and starting to memorize like all the character names, the moves and stuff, wanted to be like Ichigo, like wanted to cosplay and all that stuff. And that just went down the rabbit hole. And I was like, I need to watch more anime. Picked up Code Geass shortly after that. Um, I got like really sick one night and stayed up all night watching just uh, Adult Swim's anime block and watched more. Got really hooked to Code Geass. Thought that show was incredible. Um... And then it was really just Bleach after Code Geass ended. That one wasn't long. And it was in college that I expanded even farther after I started I started dating a girl that was really into anime too. And then she expanded me into like Death Note. And then I started watching Fairy Tale. And then I started watching just anime randomly. That's actually when I went back and watched G Gundam, by the way. I watched uh, G Gundam. Uh, just one summer, I was like, I was craving it, and I just went back and watched the whole thing. Um, then I started watching... I watched another, which was a horror anime that was really good. Also watched Elf and Light, and we'll never be able to unsee that anime. Watched High School of the Dead, yep. and yep. and then it just kind of went on from there, but Bleach was the gate, was like, reopened the gate for me. That was... I was never going back, and I've expanded to everything ever since. Okay, so... To get to the uh, point of this episode, we wanted to recommend um, animes that we think would be good for people who are new to it or maybe someone who has, like, never seen an anime and they want to get into it. Um, So while, you know, a lot of people will recommend ones like Attack on Titan or um, JoJo's Bazaar or uh, Helsing... (laughs) (laughs) like just crazy anime um we wanted to go ahead and just recommend things that are a little easier to take a bite of rather than just jumping right into even though it's good stuff it might be a little too intense for beginners uh so elijah why don't you go ahead and you uh tell us what you would recommend to someone who has like never seen an anime or someone who's just like new to to it so i have three really quick ones all for specific reasons one of them is Your Lie in April, which is a very, it can be heavy story wise, but it is easy to relate to, which could be easier for someone to get. It makes me start crying into it. just talking about it. <laughs> I know. I want to watch it again too, but feelings. Uh, another so one is feelings. on 
a different end of the spectrum, Assassination Classroom. It is weird, but down to earth at the same time, mm-hmm. which is funny because the main character kills half the moon. But like, yeah. it is very easy to follow along with. And it doesn't have a lot of the anime tropes. My sister recently started trying to watch some anime with my nieces. So I'm getting a lot of this information from finding what she can easily get into and such. The last one is initial D. And the reason being is it can be a little wacky, but it, it has just an out there enough topic to be like, really? That's there. There's an anime about that, which Kind of has a little interest, but again, it's down to earth enough that it's not way out there and have a lot of the tropes. Mm-hmm. So I think those three are rather easy to get into for starters. Yeah, those. Do you have any those... others? I... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was just say those are great suggestions. I okay. I think oh. I think the other easiest one I should also say is uh, Sword Art Online. Because it's people get stuck in a video game and people know video games. I do say yes until like halfway through the first season, then it starts yes. getting weird. <laughs> yes. I I am a, a staunch defender of that second half of the season, but also I agree. <laughs> All right. So Brad, what would you recommend? This one's a tough one for me. Um so I'll go with uh, a couple. I think, I think Yu Yu Hakusho was not a bad starter, um, for a lot of people. It's not too long, um, and it's got an interesting plot, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have a lot of some of the tropes that you might see in some other shonen type animes. Is it even a shonen? Someone uh, firm or deny that? Um, yes, and maybe it's like in the. Like it's like a subgenre of it. Could be. Anyway, Yu Yu Hakusho is really good. You know, I think it's like sixty-four episodes, and it's a really good plot story. So it's a supernatural one. Yeah, I was gonna say um, I would just consider it supernatural. Yeah, it's a supernatural anime. It's really good. Uh, for those that don't know, it's about a kid who is kind of a kind of a dick. You know, a little punk punk ass high schooler, and he uh, gets hit by a car and dies, and he's kind of in between the world. And so, I guess like. The afterlife tells him, hey, you can get your body back and become the spirit detective and fight like demons and stuff. Or, you know, you can have a monster come out of your soul and eat you and you're dead and pretty much have fun in hell. <laughs> so um, anyway, basically, he becomes a uh, spirit detective and he fights demons, um, kills kills all the demon dick. So so I don't know if Caleb <laughs> likes that anime or not, but. Um, but no, they have really good plot lines detective so you've got like the mystery behind it and there's action and there's all that but it is it is a really good anime and it's not like i said it's not over the top or anything it's actually a very interesting plot um with some great fighting um i guess for those that are a big fan of like you know i don't know marvel movies and want to get to something like that my hero is not a bad one to start with Mm -hmm. um because you get that marvel yeah you get that because it's about um the world most people in the world have superpowers so it follows a boy who named deku who doesn't have powers and their powers are called quirks in there, and he kind of gets a quirk from like the greatest superhero of all time, like their version of Superman, I guess. 
Um, and they have a high school where they train kids to be superheroes and stuff. Where so if you have like really good powers, you get to become a superhero. So it follows his and his classmates' journeys on their journey to kind of learn how to become heroes and upstanding citizens and kind of what it means to be a hero. And they fight villains, and you can see a lot of cool powers, good action. Um, the only downside to it is some of the costumes are a little risque um, on some of the high schoolers, which is kind of disappointing. But otherwise, it's a good coming of age shonen. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of one more and it's hard because it's like there, there, there are several good ones out there. I'm going to yeah. throw this one out there. I'm going to throw this one out there because I said there were several that I were not going to do because either I'd set the bar too high or, oh, I was going to think of the other word. Um, I can't, I lost my train of thought, but I think the f- Final one. I'm actually going to recommend Angel Beats. Um, as a third one, twelve episodes, really good. It's a really touching story about the afterlife, and it kind of gets deep into philos. It, it gets deep into a little bit of philosophy, not like religion or anything like that, but it's just it's very fascinating about the the afterlife and what it means to pass on, and like these kids that are stuck in this in between world, and it's got a banging opening theme song with a beautiful piano piece but the story is really really touching and i think a lot of people they wanted to dive into something really short um like i said 12 episodes and something has a really touching story and kind of avoids a lot of the stereotypical anime tropes angel beats is a really good anime to i think dip your toes into i've never seen that one it's really good elijah you should you should watch it uh kayla jordy go no. Okay, Kayla, go ahead and tell us <laughs> yours. I couldn't remember for a second. I lost my... Okay. Well, I got kind of a little list here, so I'll try and keep it short. Um, the first one I would recommend, actually, is Way of the House Husband. Um, it's very short. Like, each episode is about five minutes long, and I'm not sure exactly how many episodes there are a season, but there's really not that many like you can knock out the first two seasons in like a couple hours um it's super funny and it's about this uh guy who used to be like a yakuza boss um so like everybody fears him when they see him walking down the street they're like oh my god it's him like they freak out they see his tattoos like they know who he is so everybody's scared of him um but he got married to this girl who's like she's super obsessed with like you know, like pop idols and like anime uh, and stuff like that. And she's just like this cutesy uh, girl. Um, and she she's the moneymaker in the relationship. So he quit being like a Yakuza boss and he's a house husband. So he does like all the cooking and the cleaning. Um, and it's just very funny. It's very easy to watch. There is nothing super ridiculous other than just like, like he'll be <laughs> sitting there like, like there's this part where he's like uh at the grocery store and he's like i need the good white stuff and you know it sounds like he's talking about like coke or something like that and then it's like he's arguing with the cash or the grocer and he's like this is the best sugar you can find (laughs) like it's very funny um and it's super easy to watch and then um I also would recommend um, My Roommate is a Cat. It's very short as well. Um, it's just a silly thing about this guy who, like, has this cat. This is, like, roommate. Um, and 
he thinks the cat is like after him kind of thing. Like he doesn't fully trust the cat and it's split into two parts. So the first part is um, him, like his point of view. And then the second part is the cat's point of view. Um, so that one's very cute too. I also would recommend um, Haiku. Have you guys heard of that one? That is on my list to watch. Never heard of it. Okay. Okay. It's a sports anime. I'm not done with it yet. I'm still on the first season. But I do recommend it just because um, it's nothing too crazy. It's literally just about this, like, really short kid who his dream is to be, like, on a volleyball team. But he has to work a little extra hard. Um, And he makes up for his lack of height with his speed. So he, like... uh, joins the high school volleyball team and it's just like like it sounds kind of lame but it is super funny and it's like really cute watching these uh boys bond and stuff like that so i definitely recommend that for newcomers too um and then uh fruits baskets and cowboy bebop are also other ones i'd recommend Uh, Um, cowboy bebop that's the i should have said that one even if i watched it i heard that one's like a really good intro you haven't seen it yet you need to watch it really you need to watch i I have not it's i don't know how i haven't watched it but so good i've seen one episode Um, of it that's it okay yeah you need to watch it it's super good uh it's um just about like this team of like unlikely people that are bounty hunters and they just like uh bounty hunt across the galaxy um kind of like the mandalorian but not in shiny suits and stuff like that um so that one's really good it's funny and then um there's two movies i actually recommend which funny enough too um they are uh both adapted from the little mermaid so it's kind of funny that like I would recommend them. Um, But I think a movie, like an anime movie, would be a good way to start, too. Because, you know, movies are usually only an hour and a half, two hours long. Oh, yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, it's just, like, kind of lets you know, like, if that's what you're into or not. Um, So, the first one I recommend is Ponyo. It's a Studio Ghibli movie. Um, And I honestly recommend every Studio Ghibli movie. That's what I was thinking, too. There's no such thing as a bad Studio Studio Ghibli. Ghibli. Yeah, there's no such thing as a bad Studio Ghibli movie. No, there's not. Um, But the reason I recommend Ponyo is because um, Disney had a lot of uh, their hands on that a lot more than the previous ones. So it's a lot tamer um, than the other ones. And it's just a lot more kid-friendly, too. Not that the other ones aren't. um, No, because Kiki's Delivery Service is also G. By the way, both yeah, yeah. Delivery Service and Ponyo are like the most, I think the two most kid-friendly. Yeah, for sure. Um, And the only reason why I, I would recommend Ponyo over Kiki's Delivery Service for like a newcomer is because uh, it's like The Little Mermaid, which like everybody knows that story, you know, about yeah. like, and this is just about like a little goldfish that meets this little boy and she's like fascinated with the human world and her dad's always like, no, you can't do that. And, so uh, I, that's why I would recommend that one. And then um, I actually was not going to recommend this one. Well, I didn't know anything about it, but I watched it the other day and I was like, I have to add this one. So it's called Bubble and it's on Netflix. It's new. It just came out on like the 28th. Um, and I've been promoting it on Twitter because 
I need people to see it. It is absolutely beautiful. The animation and the music is stunning. Like, I've been thinking about it for two days straight now. Um, like, it's an adaption of The Little Mermaid mixed with, like, parkour. Um, so Japan, like, gravity broke in Japan. They're, like, surrounded in this little bubble. And um, there's it's like Hunger Games kind of like there's competitions where these people um, do like the cool parkour tricks uh, for tournaments. And it's like uh, they win oil and like food and stuff. Um, and then it's like this boy meets this girl who's, you know, a mermaid. And it's just beautiful. The story is beautiful. The animation is just gorgeous. Like, I really think the animation alone would hook a newcomer. And it's not too crazy out there. It's very sci-fi mixed with like the little mermaid, you know? So that's what I would recommend. So those are all uh, great recommendations. <laughs> I know I um, had a lot, but it was like, I didn't, I had, I just had to recommend those ones. No, it's fine. No, that's good. A lot of people need um, a lot of ideas to do it. And just to know that uh, even outside of our recommendations, um, if you use that, my anime list or you hear other people, um mention other different types of genres or anything that we did that we did not mention today there's there's nothing wrong with that like i said there's no um there's no bad way to get into anime um you really just have to know what you're into kind of what your tastes are and find an anime probably start along that line to get a taste of anime and then you can kind of expand off from there because there's just there really is an anime for everybody and all three of us cannot um say this enough anime is not just like the stereotypical stuff that you hear about it's not just for weebs or nerds or anything like that there really is an anime for other and there are a lot of anime that has better writing than a lot of live action shows out mm -hmm. there oh absolutely um, so uh just don't knock it just because it's just because it comes from japan or is animated you know it's not live action doesn't mean it's bad or that it's going to fall yeah. into some type of stereotype or stigma like that it's it's there. definitely not just for kids. Like, I know a lot yeah. of people look at anime and they're like, oh, that's for kids. And I mean, if you're going to show your kids some of the anime out there, then you probably should be a better parent. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some, I mean, there are animes that are really designed for people that are like 17 and older. Like, oh, yeah. like if you're watching, if you're watching Food Wars or if you're letting your like five-year-old watch Food Wars, like... I've I've got some questions for you. Or Vampire Hunter. Or Prison School. We had to shout that out. Oh yeah, don't don't yeah don't don't show your children <laughs> Prison School. Do not show your kids Attack on Titan either. Yeah, um, probably for the best. Yeah, don't just. Uh, also, don't show them Demon Slayer. Wait till they're teenagers. Um, there's just there's a lot of gore in some. It's of very these. yeah, it's very violent. Um, there's a lot of t um, undertones like adult situations. Um, things yes. that just kids definitely wouldn't understand um it's definitely just not for children yes there are plenty of anime that are great for children there's plenty that you can mm -hmm. introduce your, your sons to your daughters to uh any of your kids uh there's there's plenty that you can watch with them there's some that you need to watch as adults to yourselves like there's there but there really is an anime for everybody so we cannot preach that enough give it a shot you know find find one that's right for you but i would stress that pick a genre based on your current interest to get in so you don't pick something like out of your niche and like oh my god this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen like you're, mm -hmm. you're just setting yourself up for failure you know just find one and it'll go well all right and i think that's all the time we have for today um 
we hope that we were able to inspire a lot of you who have not uh, gotten into anime yet to maybe try it out. Um, and hopefully uh, many people learned something from today's episode and had a good time. Uh, we'd like to thank our guest, uh, Loco Lizardman, Elijah here, for coming on. So thank you again for talking anime with us. We hope you enjoyed your time with us. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. I can always talk about anime. Oh, I know. It's it's a it's, it's an easy rabbit hole to was, go down to. It was. It was hard to keep this under time. I just want to keep going. It, it is. I could go on for hours, all of us, but we don't have the time for that. So um, next week, we have a really exciting guest. We have uh, Beanie Baby Minx, who is a very close friend of Kayla and I's. And we're going to be doing a Studio Ghibli yeah. appreciation episode. So we're going to be talking all things Studio Ghibli. So if you are a big fan of, of Studio Ghibli, you won't want to miss that episode. And if you're also curious about anime, we've talked about a couple Studio Ghibli films today. So you might want to check that episode out, too, and find some great Studio Ghibli films to watch. And until then, we'll see you next time. Bye. Follow the Geekly Podcast on Twitter at geekly underscore podcast and subscribe on your favorite podcast app such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or Amazon Music.